So the cool thing would totally be not to only do me. Så den fede ting ville være ikke kun at gøre mig. In that sense of matter that to be cool, you need to remember who created the cool. I den håndtering så skal du huske hvem der har skabt coolen. It will be something that has to do with your environment. And your environment has also to do with the sociological aspects. Og den coolness har noget med dit miljø at gøre. Og det miljø har også et sociologisk element i sig. It will mean that I will take all responsibility of myself. Det betyder, at jeg vil tage alt ansvar væk fra mig selv and put it on to somebody else through this. Og proppe det over på en anden igennem det her. We will therefore now hear the introduction melody by Sister Echo. Once again, just to mark that it's another episode. Vi vil derfor afspille kendingsmelodien endnu en gang, lige for at markere, at vi starter et nyt afsnit. Hello, here's Marilu. I'm a sound artist working with birds, but today we're gonna talk about some other kind of birds, which are amazingly beautiful dancer. <laughs> I'm here with uh, Maggie Leyland Saunders, which uh, recently graduated from the Design Academy of Eindhoven in the Netherlands. She uh, has a master in social design and she also, uh, thanks to her project Striptopia, she's a rice backer nominee. So for this project she designed a pop-up strip club that gives strippers full political, financial and bodily autonomy. Uh, hey Maggie. <laughs> Hi Mary Lou. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> I, um, I have like some uh, question to begin. Um, yeah, I'm, you're a designer in social design and I'm wondering like what is actually your kind of design because nowadays we can basically design everything and by many ways. And also, how then did you end up uh, craving about designing a pop-up strip club? Well, uh, I would say I'm a different kind of designer um, because I 
I'm not, I'm not a traditional designer in that sense, that uh, I don't sit down in front of the computer and work and design things mm -hmm. myself necessarily. I kind of gather ideas and create a vision and then I find the right people to work with. Like, working with people has always been um, a big part of my methodology and um, I, I really enjoy uh, directing and um, giving them a direction but uh, still allowing them as designers to keep their own agency and then I kind of come in and curate and collect and um, ask them to make changes based on my own vision. Nice. Um, and the reason why I created a pop-up strip club was because um, in college I started stripping and um, I, I stripped for about uh, four years. Um, you are you from the uh, United States, uh, North Carolina, right? Yeah, I'm from cool. North Carolina and I started dancing in uh, Georgia and Savannah Okay. at uh, this chain called Scores um, and it's predominantly women mm -hmm. um, in a male-dominated mm -hmm. industry, uh, meaning that the all club owners are predominantly male. And um, Yeah, I started working as a as as a waitress so I could learn a little bit more about the environment because I was completely fascinated with strip clubs. Mm -hmm. um, I thought that they were these spaces that acknowledged and accepted uh, human needs for sexual exploration and sexual expression, and I found that really compelling, like a really compelling environment to be a part of. And um, yeah, I I realized that. Um, That the industry really needed to change after mm -hmm. a while, after really dancing and uh, understanding what these strippers were going through and how much they were being exploited, I I saw that things really needed to be changed, um, and the management was doing very little to accommodate uh, okay. my uh, my own agency because strippers are independent contractors, so that means. Uh, We, we don't have any workers' rights, but we're treated mm -hmm. like employees. Um, so technically, a lot of the things that uh, these strip clubs do um, are illegal. Mm. And um, yeah, we, uh, we have the rights to be treated. Um, by, uh, to be protected. Yeah, also. to be protected, but we're, we're not. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I thought that it was really time to to offer a change for, for women, um, yeah. the women in the industry, uh, especially because there's a lot of women right now who are protesting and uh, joining unions and trying to uh, force these, um, the, like the, man the managerial staff to sign new contracts and have yeah. them become workers, get paid an hourly wage and uh, treated with the respect that they deserve. Um, they also have to face a certain taboo, right? Yes. Uh, about uh, stripping as a as a job, and but when you had this experience, you also like met a lot of uh, worker which were enjoying this uh, this way of working, enjoying their body and the, to dance and interact. Stripping was not like a thing they were obliged to, which is kind of cliche some people have. Definitely. So that's why also with Striptopia, we want to change opinions yeah. somehow. Yeah, I would really like to. Uh, uh, destigmatize de it. It's yeah. a major issue. I mean, whenever I would tell people that I was stripping, um, their opinion would suddenly completely change. And, you know, I lost a lot of friends. A lot of people were like, you don't need to do this. Mm. Why are you doing this? Um, 
you come from a good family, you have money, like, why are you doing this? This is dirty. And it was just so upsetting to hear that some of my closest friends were becoming suddenly uh, so judgmental. Mm. Because, um, yeah, I think stripping and, and expressing yourself sexually in that way is really quite beautiful. And I think women are very beautiful. They're much more expressive yeah. and, and different and... and um, yeah, they come in many more shapes and yeah. sizes, I think, than, than men sometimes. And, um, it and it's a way to assume your sexuality also. You yeah. are, um, in Streetopia, you are, a lot of women are stripper and performers, but you also are all kind of body and genders, right? Yes. So, yeah, that was the other problem in the industry, is that uh, men really decide on what women should look like. and. Oh. They kind of control the standards of beauty, which uh, mm -hmm. marginalizes uh, many groups, such as trans women, and they're really not allowed. They're not welcome in the industry, and I found that really disturbing. Mm -hmm. um, I've met many trans women who really wanted to strip, and actually many trans women engage in sex mm -hmm. work, and they don't have a safe space mm -hmm. to be a part of, and I think it's really important to include uh, this marginalized group. And it's also sad that men and women aren't dancing together mm -hmm. in general, and, and that like the LGBT community mm -hmm. is also not engaged in this uh, adult entertainment. And mm -hmm. I think that there are many ways with that, that Striptopia can open it up and kind of create a new environment mm -hmm. that's uh, much more uh, open and, and mm -hmm. inclusive, especially for our generation, you know, millennials, uh, we're much more open-minded and accepting about uh, these groups coming together, and yeah. that's really important to me. Um, yeah. You also, um, you, you call Striptopia the millennial strip club, and uh, is it because also it works with a new behavior and you kind of open-mindedness about all this uh, difference, and uh, for example, you're using new technology in order to... Uh, engage yeah. the, the millennials. Yeah, I mean, right now a lot of strip clubs have been complaining about uh, not being able to target millennials and they've been doing different things to kind of engage with them in the sense that they're using VR or they're yeah. live streaming or um, a couple pop-up strip clubs have been happening and um, strip club owners have been trying to target more of the Silicon Valley area but they've all been failing for whatever reason. I'm not sure why they haven't really been able to grab attention mm -hmm. so yeah I think you know we're really connected in our online communities and it's mm -hmm. a really uh, it's really important to think about how um, we think and how we engage with technology and yeah. I really wanted to kind of explore that um, and I think having something that's really accessible to everyone that's also uh, visually exciting mm -hmm. um, and engaging so yeah we created this um, online app so app.striptopia.com mm -hmm. and um, there you can kind of purchase a ticket, see your dancers, like pick out the dance moves um, mm -hmm. during the performance, um, tip them virtually, you have strip coins and the strip coins every time you tip respond to a, an interactive stage <laughs> that lights up and um, also responds to the strippers wearables so we created mm -hmm. wearable technology that uh, also responds to the tipping and it will light up and mm -hmm. um, give sensations to also create a boundary for extra consent because mm -hmm. I always found that you know um, people would people would shove money in places that they shouldn't and felt like extremely entitled to touch you and I thought that this was a way to give 
strippers back control over mm-hmm. their over their bodies that way people immediately know I just can't touch you wherever I want yeah. because I'm paying for it that's mm-hmm. uh, that's not how things work <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah but overall I think um, it's going to be an interesting way to see how uh, people respond to this because it does lose this aspect of touch that people and and physical money that people mm-hmm. are used to uh, you know, engaging in strip clubs, that's kind of like the iconic thing of it. Mm. So this is a big test for us during yeah. Dutch Design Week to see uh, this completely new environment, yeah. especially with so much technology involved. So yeah, because you're uh, exhibiting for Dutch Design Week, which starts the 19th of October. Yes. Uh, I actually didn't mention it. Mm-hmm. But you're exhibiting at uh, Campina in Eindhoven from the 19th to the 27th. Uh, you have a whole space for you where you design the pop-up strip, strip, uh, striptopia. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's actually the first test, right? Yeah, it'll be nice. the, <laughs> the first real thing. We have, uh, we have about 10 performers coming. Nice. Uh, men, women, trans women um, from all over the world, from the U.S., Amazing. Berlin, London, um, Belgium. Yeah, so it's going to be really exciting to get all of these different people together and uh, see what they think about mm-hmm. this n- new idea, especially to get some good feedback from people in the industry. I'm mm-hmm. really excited. And also to see like how supportive everybody has been. You know, these people have... like paid their plane flights for themselves and they're just excited about this new project and about changing the industry so it's been a bit of an activist movement from the performers on their side which is a huge need yeah there really is and um i I couldn't be more thankful that these people are willing to participate um but uh yeah in campina if you walk in to the uh like ticket counter Mm -hmm. and then you take a right my project (laughs) is uh up in a little room with some windows and you'll see our striptopia neon sign amazing (laughs) which is uh by daphne hoplin good yeah that was uh donated and sponsored so thank you for that (laughs) (laughs) yeah you've been working with a lot of different actors in eindhoven yeah which is amazing yeah we're uh we're now hoping to turn this into a a startup good so um yeah and you know without all these people involved probably about uh, 15 major players I, this project wouldn't have been uh, yeah. as possible as it is now it still would be a concept and now we're making it real and at, so to, at Campina you um, in your space you, the visitor could like see the uh, performing yeah. performance with a pole mm-hmm. uh, different kind of performance yeah. uh, you also have another um, you have the app those people will have to uh, download it no, it's just online. It's online, mm-hmm. okay. So it's okay. extra accessible. Good. Okay. <laughs> and also like a, a place for more intimacy. Yeah, we have a lap dance room. Good. So people <laughs> will be able to uh, purchase one of those. That's exciting. Yeah, and everything is uh, purchased purchased digitally, which is nice. So right. you just uh, add your credit card information and you got yourself a lap dance. Nice. <laughs> Easy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> How do you see uh, Striptopia evolving in the next uh, five, ten years? <laughs> Hard question. <laughs> well, hopefully um, in five years it will have taken off mm-hmm. and other collectives uh, of strippers will be using it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because the idea was that uh, you have this app and other people can kind of like become a part of the app, become a member and uh, 
yet kind of create their own pop-up strip clubs, but I just give them the tools to initiate these actions. Um, so yeah, I really hope that uh, other uh, collectives will come together and really use this. Um, I hope that it will work for the industry and um, yeah, maybe uh, touring a bit, having, mm -hmm. having my own team, mm -hmm. my own little collective uh, <laughs> going around Europe or the US or Asia, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I would, Wherever Striptopia will be necessary. Yeah, and that's the best thing about it being a pop-up is it can uh, travel and go anywhere. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you so much, Maggie, so much for being here. Thank you, Mary. It was Maggie Sanders and Marie Lupeto uh, in Eindhoven and looking forward for the future of that project. Yes, thank Do you. <laughs>